Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden, and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the monthly LGBTQIA storytelling night I run at Giant Dwarf in Redfern, with support from the City of Sydney. This week, occasional comedian and academic David Cunningham. A fat man harvests few dicks on Grinder. <laughs> he has no tribe. He is assuredly neither twink nor jock. While advertising as stocky or large would be taking refuge in the thickets of euphemism. <laughs> he is presumed to be too out of breath to be a dom top. <laughs> And he could be a sub, except that he floats too well. <laughs> Trying in vain to dip his head beneath the surface of the Dead Sea, but it's filled with other people's cum. <laughs> Metaphor number one. Friends, I will confide a secret to you. I am that fat man. <laughs> oh my God, what a twist. I swing up and down through a range of about 50 kilos and currently tip the scale at 134.6. Now, if you have an historical frame of mind, as I do, ignoring the decimal point turns that figure into a year. So at the moment, I weigh 1346, or the Battle of Cressy. <laughs> Where's my black prince? <laughs> That's a history joke. Hopefully, I don't fall too much further into the Hundred Years' War. It's a lot of pizzas to Agincourt. <laughs> when I lose weight, it becomes a journey back through time. Not to the fall of Rome, that'd be too far, but I've been down to the golden age of Byzantium and the Abbasid Caliphate a few times more. But about the death of Charlemagne in 814 AD would be the sweet spot, ideally. <laughs> now, many of us queer people struggle with the baggage as well as the celebration of our difference. Witness our depressions and our addictions. I happen to eat my feelings, and as you can see, I am a man of sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it all began back in 1987, when at the age of two, I asked Santa for a packet of salt and vinegar chips for Christmas. <laughs> Santa delivered. It only became clear with puberty and then cranking up the dial-up modem to create my first dating profile on the now-defunct website www.gay.com. <laughs> they were simpler times. That <laughs> I realised the romantic costs that leaning on that squishy emotional crutch would incur. There was an excellent recent article on the epidemic of gay loneliness by Michael Hobbs, which posits that anyone who deviates from the white, gym-toned mainstream image of the perfect gay will face either rejection, 
Everyone with Grinder has seen the profiles that say no Asian, no Indian, no femme, no chub, or being fetishized. The most common opening gambit I meet with on Grinder is oh chub. Well, I'm David. Ah, oh chub. Well, look, I'm really more than my ah, oh chub or ah, oh not chub. It's good to sort these things out early. If we merely fuck bodies rather than have sex with people, we reduce each other to human fleshlights. <laughs> now, of course, taste is perfectly legitimate, but these apps corral us into trying to fuck lists of attributes, replacing the alchemy of romance with a mere algorithm of orifices. It seemed mutually respectful intimacy was hard to come by on Grindr. If there was no one to have sex with mind as well as body, why tend that body? Why not be stuffed with cake, not cock? <laughs> if there's to be no fisting, what use fasting? <laughs> now there's always Growler, which feels less mercenary than Grinder, but the bear's cave is not without oddities. Rather than winks or likes or growls, as you might expect, people send each other woofs. It's a zoological mess. <laughs> now, I'm not really hairy enough to pass as a bear, and alas, my scheme of breaking into a hairdresser's after hours and my undies slathering my tummy in glue and rolling around on the floor <laughs> proved impracticable. My particular subspecies of the babar <laughs> is yet to find its true place in the sexual menagerie. While the pups, cubs, wolves, bears and otters frolic in the Growler Zoo, I fear that in their company, this Baba would have aged into a dignified but solitary Cornelius. <laughs> it was a very good show. <laughs> I could, of course, imitate the gayest of all the animals, originally hailing from South America, the hard-shelled and snuffling Amaldildo. <laughs> But it leads a lonely existence. And so I tried biggercity.com. Unlike other sites where you join as a member, on Bigger City you are a citizen. I considered running for mayor. 7XL sash is a privilege. It's seen in Sydney as really too small to be viable, but I actually had a few reasonable dates offered in London. The compliments were curious though. Not that I had a nice smile or a cute laugh or warmth or kindness, that I was blessed with a great pair of moobs <laughs> that men would want to knead like a baker cupping sourdough. <laughs> or that I had a passable starter belly, which with enough hard work and application could be trained up into something a chaser could really appreciate. Too stout for grinder. Turned out I was too slender for bigger city and was really going to have to take this obesity business more seriously to reach the coveted status of the super chub. The only hero with diabetes and ruined knees. <laughs> Strolling the very wide boulevards of bigger city, I was only likely to meet someone who would feed me to death, for which I required no assistance. <laughs> now, I don't know how much of an issue this is for the rest of our great acronym. But the expectations gays so often put on each other to fit prescribed categories can make our online dating an unwelcome place. 
There's definitely something to be said for the frisson of meeting someone organically in person. But even then, the insistent intrusion of technology into queer courtship and its rigid categories helps form the subconscious expectation that there must be a down payment of abs as a deposit on being noticed. <laughs> now, I'm guilty of it as much as anyone and have unfairly judged people for their appearance, feeling in my younger years that intelligence or humour or whatever should earn me someone fitter or more attractive than myself. But it turns out there's no universal human right to a hottie. <laughs> At least not while my draft convention keeps being blocked by the Insecurity Council <laughs> in my head. If we're driven to approach sex as something to be done with a body, however fine, without regard to the mind and soul that dwells within it, at the end of the day, it's just wanking into a person. <laughs> it need not be this way. I have a dream that we will one day live in a community where a man will not be judged by the colour of his stretch marks or the heft of his belly, but by the content of his character. Maybe the control of his gag reflex. <laughs> Thanks for listening. For tickets to the next Queer Stories, visit giantdwarf.com.au. To check out other events I produce and perform in, visit mavemarsden.com. And if you'd like advance or discount tickets to these shows, look me up on crowdfunding platform Patreon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.